ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the We Got Balls podcast. I'm Steve Trudeau. Thanks for joining us today. With always, my good friend and co-host, Michael Almeida. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. We're going to talk about baseball. Yeah. And we have Gracie on. How great is this? <laughs> Other guests, Gracie Trudeau. Thanks for being here, Gracie. Of course. It's probably the, for the best that Emmanuel's not here because if you recall last week, so basically, Gracie, we were like, all right, Emmanuel, we're going to talk about baseball. He's like, great. So I start the music for the baseball. We, we introduce the topic and I go, so Emmanuel, how about the Blue Jays this year? He says four words and he starts talking about the Raptors and then that's it. That's it. <laughs> and then he tells us how bad his day is. <laughs> he just goes on a tantrum and he just was... <laughs> so grumpy after that for a while that's our emmy didn't he think like the the blue jay no, sorry the blue jays and the white Sox were playing the world series so and he <laughs> that at one point so i thought it was the tigers no, <laughs> he, was... he didn't he didn't give the white Sox enough credit he knew tony Larusso was a was gonna coach him up he knew <laughs> yeah uh... i mean he picked oh, two no. pretty good teams though did neither? Oh no, the White Sox. No, because he picked the Tigers. Neither of them made the playoffs. No, it was definitely the White Sox. It was definitely the White Sox. Definitely yeah. the White Sox in the Blue was Jays. It? Yeah, he uh, saw he saw Tony Larusa do that little waddle to the mound that one time, and he's like, "That's my guy. That's my guy." The Larusa waddle. We should have had him as our fantasy expert to pick. Oh God, players for our team. He would he would, would take the see. most boring players. He would want no one with flash and flair. He'd be pissed off about everybody. And I bet you if he was in the draft room the whole time, Tony Russo would just complain about everything. I was talking about Emmanuel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like the visual of Tony LaRusa like in a Zoom chat. You, me, and Tony LaRusa talking baseball. Uh, I was bobblehead, so maybe he'll be nicer to me. I also oh, don't think man. he could figure out Zoom. He doesn't seem like a Zoom person. No. He would also be drunk half of the time talking to us. So it'd be pretty fun. It'd be lot. fun. It'd be fun. Oh man, we should invite imagine, him. Imagine when he got inducted to Cooperstown. He must have been a lot of fun at the the oh, hotel God. out there. What do, you, what do you guys think Tony LaRusso's go-to drink is? It's got to be something like really plain, right? Something something real <sighs> spicy, maybe like a like a no, whiskey I... or something. Or is he, is he pound Bud Lights? <laughs> No, no, he's a Long Island iced tea guy. Oh, God. <laughs> he's just getting hammered and talking nonsense in his good old days with Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco. Imagine those three oh, all on the same Zoom. I, I would definitely watch that. I'd pay That'd for that. Did you, did you guys ever see that uh, Jose Canseco was trying to do a Bigfoot tour? I saw that, yeah. Yeah. You could, go oh, with, yeah, yeah. you could go with Jose Canseco to find Bigfoot. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine if there was a Bigfoot and Jose Canseco is the one who finds Bigfoot? That'd be amazing. That would be. Imagine having Jose Canseco as your boss. In he's got a car wash in Las Vegas. Imagine yeah. him being your boss. Hey, you know, one day he's super nice. One day he's breaking things with a bat. Be fun. To, be fun to deal with Jose Canseco. I know he has a brother. Is it a twin brother? He has a twin brother. Right. Because I think I think at one point he was doing like celebrity appearances and had his twin brother like do them for him. <laughs> Not even surprised. His twin brother was actually a really good baseball player too. He played for Oakland as well during the uh, the late 80s. They were so fast, both of them. 
Mm. They were like ridiculously fat. Imagine that guy coming home because back then you could run into the the catcher. <laughs> Imagine one of those guys coming in at you. Oh my god. Buster Murder. Posey ended that one. Buster Posey rule. I was just thinking that. Good god. I don't think there's any catcher that could even not die in that scenario either. I wouldn't want any of that. Uh, so- I don't know. AJ Prasinski is a big dude. I feel like he could have taken the hit and got back up and been like, dude. What are you doing? Yeah, that's probably the only. I'm trying to think. What Jason about Alexander Baratek, Kurt? I feel like he's a he's a he seems he's like he's a big, big guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah, Veritek is. He's he's a good he's a good ball player. I like Veritek. I got no beef with him. Who is uh is it? Who was Conseco's brother? What's his name? Oh, I have no freaking idea. Oh. I was gonna ask if the up. Consecos took on the Giambis in a fight, or or baseball wise, which what 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 brothers would you rather have in that one? Oh, I don't know the Giambi backstory. I guess it's something really bad. Jeremy Giambi just passed away like oh. a month ago, Trudeau. So, yeah, no. All right, we'll, my we'll bad. Let's skip that one. My Condolences. Bad. R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> it's so bad that I have to put a Jose Canseco's brother. <laughs> so, anyways, we we got a little bit of little bit off topic. Today's going to be a lot of baseball, um, which is fun. I mean, I feel like baseball it's a slow sport sport, but it has like a lot of things you can talk about. And I don't really know where we're going to go today. I do know this: the reason why I want to do baseball is so I can bring back the music from last week. Um, I have like the old timey like ballpark music, and I feel like we can just have this behind our discussions today. Just to add to the ambiance of the conversation. But we were talking before the show. Um, Mikey, you went to the game on what, Saturday, the Red Sox game? Yep. Got to see uh, the Twins and their new new shortstop, Mr. Carrera. And it didn't go well for the Twins. Sonny Gray pitched literally two innings. <laughs> Hit, they hit a home run, a two-run home run, and then they pulled him. And after that, just didn't seem like the Twins were really trying. <laughs> are they supposed to be a good team this year? Because last year, I thought they were supposed to be good, and they were awful. So are we expecting a bounce back year from them? Gracie, what do you think? Uh, I mean, I think they'll, they're definitely not going to have the same season as last season. They definitely made some improvements. They're missing some pitching. I, you know, they, they have they have to put pieces together, but I think they can still have contenders for like a wild card, card spot, try to fight their way through to get that. They're definitely not a team that like you expect to sweep, I don't think. You know, like I think it was good the Red Sox could pull them that um, could go on and, and um, have the, I can't even think of the word right now, but split the series. Um, was pretty good for them, but I, I don't think they're going to be like they are last year. They definitely need um, Correa to start smashing the ball a little bit more and, and need to work on their pitching, but they're not horrible like last year for sure. As of Saturday, Carlos's uh, batting average was 179, so he, and he needs to have a great season this year if he wants to get paid for next year. It, he, he's was most he likely on one of those like prove-it deals where he was just on like a one-year contract? He basically signed three one-year contracts, and he can he has an opt-out after year one, year two. So I mean, there was a really good oh, uh, right. shortstop last last year, and with the um, lockout, I'm you know I'm thinking, in, in Mikey can probably agree he's probably going to opt out unless he's absolute junk this year, which I don't see him continuing where he's going right now. He'll probably pick it up when he starts heating up a little bit. Yeah, but, and nobody really wants to play in Minnesota either, right? Like, out of everywhere yeah. you can play, it's not well, you're the here ideal on Minnesota. Situation. 
it's cold. Like these guys don't want to play in the cold. They want to play somewhere. They want to play California, or at least if you're gonna play in the cold, play for the Mets or the Yankees. Have you ever been to Minnesota, like uh, Minneapolis? It's a wicked nice city. Awesome. (laughs) No, I think that's a no. If if I have to be outside, I don't know. Not only that, the AL Central. So even going into last year sucked, and now it's a lot better. Like all the teams are pretty solid. But do you know about the Skywalk? <laughs> You're talking about annual Emmanuel getting us on off the topic. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, because you just sideswipe Minnesota as a city. They have the whole downtown is connected through like a series of elevated tunnels, so you don't ever have to step outside. Wow. There you go. Yeah. It's pretty cool. That's <laughs> a selling point for Carlos. Hey, Carlos, we have, we have tunnels. Come to Minnesota. <laughs> I mean, hey, I, Mikey, I know, I know we talked a little bit before about uh, your, your game with the watching the Red Sox and Twins and how the Red Sox fans were, but I do have to say I loved the reaction to Correa only because anytime that I was facing out, doing dishes or whatever, I knew he was up to bat because I could hear the boos from a mile away. Every at-bat, they booed him. Everyone the entire series, they booed him. Did they play in Houston or something? Huh? Did, were they playing in Houston? Well, no, no, it was who, in Fenway Park. Oh, okay, because he's Astro. I got you. He also got one of the last uh, outs of the game when there was someone on second and third, and everybody kept on doing this, yelling at him, (laughs) pointing to their watch. I'm like, the Boston Red Sox fans. Weren't the Boston Red Sox accused of cheating by stealing signs with watches? What do they have anything (laughs) to say about watches? Well, that, that's what the point I kept on bringing up to Megan. I'm like, if you're going to boo Carlos, aren't you going to boo Cora? <laughs> Isn't that kind of the same Hypocrites. situation? But uh, also, I don't know. The Red Sox fans are like that crazy ex-girlfriend. Like, they're just not going to let you forget it. And when they see you and you do something wrong, they're going to they're gonna let you hear it, too. Uh, Mikey, I want to ask you, too. And this is kind of getting a little bit off topic, but... Um... In terms of like Alec Baum and, and his comment about um, did, it, did I just butcher his name? No, no, no. You're right. You're right. From the Phillies. I his last name wrong. Um, when he said, "I fucking hate it here." Sorry, <laughs> the language. How do you think that goes over in Boston? Because they were real quick. They were real quick to, no. to forgive after he. Uh, that dude is a hundred percent correct about Philadelphia. The worst fan base in the world. They we, they threw batteries at Santa Claus. All right, the city of Philadelphia. They have no right to to say oh, that they're not I, the worst. What I love about it is that instead of being like, "Oh, I, I you read my lips wrong," whatever, he admitted. He was like, "Yeah, I I did say that," and the the fans were just like, "You know what? Fine, we we hate it here too. We also hate it here." You know what? It's, I respect them now. I'm going back. I'm flipping back. I like Philadelphia. <laughs> I rather play in Philly than in Minnesota. <laughs> as bad as that Listen. sounds, because at least I know I have an owner who's going to want us to do well, and they bring in a lot of good help. And I'm Zach Wheeler, so that would help. But oh but my! Philly sorry, doesn't true, have a b- raised tunnels though. <laughs> so what do you know about that? Do they play in a raised tunnel, Trudeau? <laughs> like, that's the most important thing. And I can't see Carlos getting really good. Uh, where is he from? Puerto Rican? Like Puerto Rico? Puerto Rican? Right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I can't see him getting good food in Minnesota there. So, I don't know. Depends on what's important to Carlos. Well, I do. Remember last year, 
last year the Red Sox were playing in Minnesota and they had um they were testing out like the storm alarm and throughout the game it like for like a good five minutes all you heard was like the tornado alarm going off so I don't know what they have going on there but and then the Dodgers were there and every single player looked like a ninja they were wearing like the full (laughs) mask and stuff like that I'm like damn and Trey Turner even said after the game he's like I hate playing in the cold like I just can't it's yeah it's tough max muncie got a ball that came at him it had to be at least 90 miles per hour and he max muncie's a big dude so he it hit his body and uh they took him out for a little bit to like see what was going on uh but yeah yeah not a fan nope i have a question because i know mikey race you don't really care as much but mike you're like adamantly an astro hater because of the sign stealing thing what is like the statue of limitations to hate them because it's been like what three years now i feel like it most started, of the players are gone so like you can't really hate the astros at this point it's starting to die down for sure like with now they have click as their gm and i really like dusty baker you, if you don't like dusty baker you're a jerk like i love it's like the i love him because he has the toothpick he rocks the toothpick like a g I love that he wears the arm, the little sweatpants. Oh, I like so. that too. Yes. <laughs> He's so, awesome. The only people you cannot like on the team, there's only really... Jose Altuve? I, like, I actually like Altuve more than I like Bregman. And the the worst ones, Uriel. I, I really did. And it doesn't even just go back to the sign stealing. It goes back to what he did with you, Darvish. I, it's just not my type of guy. Like, I just know... One, he's lucky to still be playing. I always knew you liked Altuve because you have his bobblehead. So, like, I figured you must be a big fan. Yeah, no one wants to buy it from me, Trudeau. <laughs> or I try to give it to a blind kid and threw it at me and told me to leave. So, yeah. Gracie, no, do you know God. what I gave him for his for Christmas? What? I sent yeah. him an Jose Altuve bobblehead because he loves the Astros so much. And then, Gracie, I brought my gift. I never even I got my gift. Trudeau which is a nice gift, right? And I got him this can opener of this Rays player. When you open it up, it says different like things from the Rays. Uh, and he came to the game too early or something. What was it, Trudeau? You didn't want to walk to my car. You were going to be late to your bus. Celtics game, yeah. No, I went straight yeah. to the game for on the, uh, the train. Yeah, so I still have it. Don't worry, Trudeau. I didn't give it away. No one wants race stuff anyway. They should. They're a good team, although they're only 500 right now, but they'll probably be a playoff team again. Well, that's what I want to talk to both of you guys about because I know the Rays are Trudeau's favorite team and then Gracie's second favorite team basically because she lives there. No? Not anymore. No, wow. I can't stand them, though. I'm not going to lie. I can't Why? stand the fan base now. The last one really? in Tropicana, they're horrible. You talk about Fenway Park being bad. I'm walking out of the uh, after the game, rather they win or lose against the Red Sox, and I'm being like literally screamed at the entire time. They're Wait, why? There. Why are they screaming at you though? Were you wearing like the I'm opposition stuff? I mean, like, what um, am I gonna wear? A race shirt to a Red Sox race game? I mean, like, jeez. No. Yeah, what do you th- What do you think about the Rays? Uh, like currently this season. Yeah. Um, didn't who just went on the IL for their pitching? Cause they're they're missing a lot of pitchers right now. Yeah, their pitching staff. Uh, Rich Hill also said something kind of weird when he signed with the Red Sox that um, the pitching for the Rays is just not self-sustainable, like their model yeah. of how starting pitchers are treated there. But um, well, what do you mean? I'm I'm unaware of how they treat starting pitchers. 
the way that they just use them through like not letting them go long in games that's pitching no, them a short no, no, no. rest that's uh, the new thing man like we can get right into that because there was people were all up in arms about them pulling out kershaw after what what he picked seven scoreless or seven yeah, but- perfect innings it's like Dude, that's the way baseball is now. It, they've done the numbers and looked at the math, and it says there's no point in pitching a dude a hundred pitches in the first couple months of the season because you're gonna blow their arm out. Like the well, Rays, just... go, ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say the Rays stay. Yeah. He just had an elbow injury last season, and and what happens? I know people were like, "Oh, just throw him out for the seventh and see how he." Sorry for the eighth, and just see how he does, and if he keeps going. But if he goes through the eighth and he, he don't give up a hit or a walk, you have to put him in the ninth. And now you're not looking at ninety pitches; you're looking at hundred plus pitches for the game, which is just, yeah, it's a perfect game. You hate to lose that, but at the same time, you're talking longevity. You're talking about a good Dodgers team that's trying to make it back to the World Series. You cannot risk losing an arm like that. The problem that the Rays are gonna face, though, is how many Tommy John surgeries mm-hmm. have they went through compared to other clubs. That's where I think Rich Hill was going with it. Also, Rich Hill, come on, man. Guy's like 41 years, 42 years old. I think he's the old, one of the oldest players in baseball after Nelly Cruz. So it also, you're going to say things like that, especially when a team doesn't resign you. And But at the same time, the Tommy John surgeries that the Rays pitchers have had to go through is very concerning. Like, I think they've gotten, like, four or five the last couple of years Yeah, alone. But it's not like, Uh, I know it's players not, like, if you can not get that surgery, obviously you would prefer that. But it's not like a surgery where if you tear an ACL in basketball where you're not going to be the same ever again. Like, people get Tommy John and can come back just as good, if not better than before. Because, like, if you think about how, how pitching works, you're just whipping your arm around from the age of, like, 12 years old. By the time you get yeah. to the major leagues, your arms just dust at that point. So the Tommy John kind of resets that timeline. Yeah, the thing is, though, from a financial standpoint, a lot of these guys are younger who don't have the contracts that... That's why that... See, I, you know what's crazy is I was listening to a podcast, and it was a, a former team president, and he said that he actually... Was pref- it the Marlins, Trudeau? The Marlins guy, yes. <laughs> but they would actually... He did a study to see... Um, basically, like if I just forced everyone to get to Tommy John's before their contract comes up, like how much of a benefit would that be? Because like the way the team presidents think is like, let's get the Tommy John surgery out of the way before they get paid. So if they miss a year, we're paying them like a league minimum, or their arbitration is going to be screwed up for missing a year. So like we don't care. Well, uh, the other way that teams look at it is. For instance, a player like Jimmy Nelson got injured last year, once again, a Dodger player, um, and they paid him a two-year deal so that he can rehab with their trainers so they can watch and see what he's doing rather than, oh, after you're all settled, come back, which is a very smart move, which a lot of clubs are doing. But when you're the Rays, you don't... I think the Rays and the Padres are the teams that are getting those... We don't trust how they do things from a medical standpoint standpoint and you don't want to become one of those clubs especially with the Rays already dealing with financials a shitty ball club no fans um I listened to a podcast that had Andrew Friedman on and Daryl Morey was going really hard on (laughs) Andrew Friedman and saying hey when you were with the Rays is it hard to get it your fan base to get a bigger fan base as the Rays because 
most of your fan base dies every year <laughs> because of being too old. And also, when you need free agents, go panhandle down the street. Like, Daryl Morey did not hold any punches when it came to Friedman, which was really cool. But at the same time, you don't want to start being that club because you're not going to get the best pitchers. And right now, the Rays are getting a lot of Yeah, but they don't care. Pitchers. They don't care because their plan is not to go out and sign guys. Like, they're not the team that's going to go try to win over the big free agent. They're, they're winning in the margins. They're using their numbers and analytics. They're getting young pitchers. They're signing fringe guys that they can make work. So I don't think they're that concerned. I think they are, though. And the reason I say this is because if right now, so this past year was Archer and Hill were two of their main signings. And if those guys do pan out, other players that they see potential that there's a reason they couldn't sign Kelly Jansen besides the humongous price tag. There's a reason that um, Corey Kluber picked the Yankees over them the year before that you want to get some of those players because if shit hits the fan, like right now, they could go either way. They could be a playoff top contender or they could be down. They're going to need those guys to flip for those minor leaguers that you want for your club, Trudeau, and they're not going to be able to sustain that. And then it's 10 years of shit again. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that's going to happen. They've been so smart over the past six, seven years. They haven't had to do much. Like, they just, they're staying the course. They're running the team not to, like, not to be a loser. Like, they're not going for broke. They're just playing it smart. But, Gracie, go ahead. I know you wanted to get in. Yeah, I don't know. I just think when you have such a competitive AL East, too, and you were talking about a four-way contenders there. I mean, the only team that can't contend is the Orioles in that division. I mean, you're, you're already talking about a tough division. You're already talking about losing guys early. You're talking about um, just overall. I For this year, I don't think they even – I don't – think they finished in the top two to be honest with you um mm. that's my take and i think that you're wrong about what you're saying about them continuing their their program the way they've been doing things i think that you can only sustain that model for so long before things that you can't control become a factor uh your reputation with with how you can handle your starting pitchers your fan base not getting fans from the stadium talks about going to montreal i mean it's such an unstable organization at this point they can't even figure out where to put a ballpark I mean, they know what they're doing. They, they're they not going to Montreal. They're trying to leverage the city of Tampa to get a free ballpark. They're trying to, but they can even come up with an agreement. And at this point, like, again, I just don't think that there's a huge pull for players to really want to go to Tampa. I know even when, like, Freddie Freeman was an agent, there's a rumor he'd go to Tampa. And I, no, I, that I was mean, never going to happen. I would absolutely shocked if anything like that ever happened. I mean, only without raising fame, here's but. the thing, though. If you look at their roster now, what what guy, like, their core pieces, like, who's, like, the free agent that came that they had to win over? Corey Kluber right there. That Like, right now, I'm watching them. They're losing to the Cubs right now. They have McClanahan pitching, but they've lost glass now which is humongous and they try to trade glass now which would have been another humongous that's how they get their yeah you, you you flip the guys before they become too pricey that and but they have to show something before you flip them right right so blake snell for instance but, but now like guess it's so smart again? because look what they're doing though <laughs> they snell. flip blake snell and blake snell went straight downhill after they got rid of him like they're not there's they're doing it the smart way. And I think the reason why, and I know you're hating like, oh, they're unstable, but they're, I think they're the most stable franchise in MLB because they have they have an ownership group. No, they have an ownership group that's essentially <laughs> Wall Street. It's Wall Street people. Yeah, but the here, here's the thing. The Dodgers have to pay to be what they are. The Rays no, have an ownership group 
that is focused on playing smart. They're Wall Street people. They're, they're focused on following the numbers, being smart, not overspending, and they stick to their plan. If you look at all these other franchises, you know what the problem is? Is the owners always meddle and they want like they want to win now and they overspend and sign these awful contracts to people and the Rays don't hey, do that. Hey Trudeau, how how did that whole ecosystem get created? Well, who was the guy? I forgot. Oh yeah, Andrew Friedman. And then oh well, at least you had right that other guy. Uh, what was his name? Oh Bloom. Yeah, he's with the Red Sox. Oh, but you have Click. Don't worry, Click's gonna save. Oh no, Click just got stolen from by the Astros and then oh well you had Sahidi that would have been a good one too oh no he's running the Giants another franchise that's way better than what the Rays are going to be in the next 10 years like if you're getting the motto of position players you can flip those very easily like the Rays have been doing and just keep on trading guys to get more established players but if you start to screw around with your pitchers you're going to see it this year. They're going to struggle, like Gracie's point, with the Blue Jays, the Red Sox, and the Yankees if you can't keep a solid foundation for your pitching staff. And that they don't have that right now. They'll be fine. Everyone keeps getting hurt. They brought, up, they, they brought up a top prospect last year. They brought up another top prospect this year. They're going to find a way. I'm not worried. I And, you know, I, I think... Part of it, part of the reason why I'm kind of apprehensive against the Rays, with the Rays is they are a young team. Like, they got Wonder Frank, who is a young guy. They got uh, Taylor Walsh, who's a young guy. They got a lot of young guys within the organization, too, especially their players that are, quote-unquote, their big power hitters. I think overall, especially watching the Rays the last two years, they tend to be, they had tended to be a team that won on their pitching. They kept the score low. Their bullpen was phenomenal, and they would straight through with a 3-2 win, a 4-1. They, they weren't a high-scoring team. And now you're talking about AL East that's stacked with hitters, and now the Rays are losing pitchers. I think that's just a recipe for disaster for them this year. Um, and I have a question for you guys real quick, too. I, I thought about this just now. Do you think with all the uh, the deals the Rays are doing and how teams kind of get in the crap end of the stick with it, do you think Rays, uh, teams eventually start not wanting to trade as much with the, with the Rays and no. kind of get in a deal for that? No. Doing like the Billy Bean thing? You're going to pick my pocket kind of situation? Because teams do like that ever, do you think teams ever question when when the Rays are willing to give up a guy? I mean, who did they just trade for? Like absolutely nobody. Well, not nobody. They got a good prospect out of it, but I mean, do you think eventually teams start to think maybe the Rays are dealing this pitcher because I'm they see it decline? I'm sure like one or two teams might, but there's just so many hungry teams. Like if you look at football, like I feel like the same thing said about the Patriots and Bill Belichick. Like when Bill Belichick wants like this random dude, teams are like, oh shit, this guy actually good. But they'll still trade the guy to Bill Belichick, and the guy ended up being great. Like, they'll still trade with the Rays. Well, I think baseball has so much data compared to football. Like, that's why they're so much like further ahead through the analytics that they can kind of look back and say, okay, this guy was a good one. This one, it was Austin Meadows, I think, as well. Yeah. Who we were looking but, for. And the, guy oh. that, the guy they traded for like wasn't a huge name, but like people are saying, people, especially in the Tigers organization, are saying he's the real, he's a good prospect, he's the real deal. So. I want, I'm really interested to see how that pans out because the Rays usually, like you had said, they don't miss that often. I like Austin Meadows too. That's a shame. I forgot you. Yeah. I like Austin Meadows. He's a good guy. Cool guy. Well, I also think that baseball, there's just so many streams of players that you can pull from, yeah. whether it's, you know, the DFAs and the just draft in general. Um, 
so we'll see what happens. But yeah, the Rays, it is concerning. Like they have to make sure that their pitching staff stays healthy if they want to go deep into October. So, but McCallahan right now who's pitching is actually doing quite a good job, but that's one of their top prospects that is getting pushed into the fire early. So we'll see what happens. AL East, man. The AL East, AL East be good, except for the Orioles. I was telling them earlier, if you can count on one thing, it's the Orioles being awful. Dude, they, I feel bad for the O's. I, I don't know. I think, and this is a great way to switch the topic into this is, Gracie, what do you feel like? Should they keep the divisions or should they go into the basketball model? I, I think it, I like I the divisions. I think it'd be interesting. I would love to see how it would pan out with the basketball model, uh, but... I don't know. I mean, you talk about uh, divisions, and sometimes you have like the AL East that's stacked. You had the AL Central last a little better this year, but last year there was absolutely no talent there. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I I, I heard rumblings that um, part of the reason why they're doing the every team play every team is because they're kind of considering changing the the um, divisions and, and 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 so forth. So I don't know. I mean, I I think it'd be interesting. I think it'd be a big change, but. I don't know how it would play out in terms of just the result, like schedules and results and everything like that. I don't know. What do you think? What about, well, I want to see Trudeau. Trudeau said he didn't, that he did like the divisions. Trudeau, why do you like the divisions? I like him because there's just such a premium on winning the division, right? Because you, you get that division, you're automatically in the playoffs. If you get a wild card spot, you have to win your way in. And it just makes, and unlike, unlike basketball, you have like East and West Conference, right? All the teams in the divisions are so closely, like together geographically, that it actually makes it like really intense rivalry and like more fun. Because like Rays, like the like the Rays, Red Sox, Rays, Yankees, Red Sox, Yankees, like those wouldn't matter as much if it wasn't for like you only have one team making it out. And also, it forces like you love the Dodgers. It forces the Dodgers to go for it because when the Padres go for it, the Dodgers have to be like, all right. I got to go for it now. So it makes everyone, you know, what's, what's, what's they're saying? Like iron sharpens iron. It makes everyone push to the top. I can tell you from having to deal with annoying Padre fans, <laughs> they are not, they're one of the most passionate fan bases out there, but I don't, I could go either way. I really liked back in the day when they did have the two top teams that made it to the playoffs rather than, and from a selfish standpoint, I'm actually really excited to be able to see, you know, the West Coast teams coming to the East Coast and the East Coast going to the West Coast. I think that's going to help a lot with ticket prices for teams like the A's and for the Rays. And I don't know how the Orioles do. They have a nice stadium. So, um, but yeah, I could go either way. I do like the divisions as well. At what Trudeau brought up a lot of really fair points. Um, so for me, it's a coin flip. It's kind of like the DH. It's It seems like it's turning that way but we'll see what happens overall you know i wanted to bring this up and i i forgot all about this i just have a bone to pick with baseball in general <laughs> for a lot of reasons but like the first week of baseball i saw so many fake fights and i'm so tired of fake baseball tough guys like who i don't know man i, I remember i think it was the first series i don't know who the mets played but I, someone threw at somebody. Someone got hit. Pete then, Alonso. Pete Alonso yeah. got hit. And then they then they beamed the like the best player in the Mets in the head. And I'm like, dude, just I'm so tired of like the fake fights, like people throwing balls at each other. 
what I want to happen is if you have a beef, like let's settle it on the field like they do in hockey. Drop your mitts <laughs> and go fight on the pitching mound. Well, now it's like if you, I don't know with injuries. Yeah. For instance, with Zach Greinke, you ever heard what happened with Zach Greinke, Trudeau? <laughs> no, I can't wait though. He, he threw it at a rocky. He didn't throw at a rocky player. It was like a changeup because Zach Greinke can't pitch hard anyway. And he just signed a humongous deal with the Dodgers at the time. And um, it was probably, I think, only his second start. And he was doing really well. And the guy charged the mound. And he ended up ripping his rotator club off or something Jesus. like crazy. And he was done for – and MLB stepped in. And the Dodgers wanted months, like as long as it took – for Grinky to come back should that guy be suspended and stuff so i'm assuming there's stuff that we don't hear behind the scenes that they get hefty probably crazy fines and all that stuff or roger clemens like a fake one would be when roger clemens threw the bat back at mike piazza that would have been a good fight like i i totally get where you're coming from there well, how do you think they should like figure it out steve like, i don't know but shoot? like right now <laughs> right now all they do is like throw baseball like baseballs are really hard and they're throwing them at like 95 miles per hour at somebody like you could really hurt somebody and it's just so dumb because instead of just having a fight and getting it over with and everyone just being like all right we're done with it it's just like let me throw a baseball at your team all right now you throw a baseball at my team like i know it's tony larusa's dream like this style of play but it's just so stupid well there was a big uh so we're talking right now the unspoken rules of baseball that's what we're talking about here um, a couple of games ago, the Giants were smoking the Padres and they went for a sack bunt. <laughs> and then the Giant uh, people were going at the Padre people and the, then the first base coach got kicked out. So then they brought the first woman coach ever, which was pretty awesome to see and be alive for. Um, and it should be there should be more because there's way more intelligent people like women out there than there are men in this sport that can be doing a much better job so um long story short i think that maybe we get the bandagers to come out and fight yes nope <laughs> i like this i'm in tony larusa versus uh Alex Cora. no i want tony larusa versus dusty baker going dusty at baker, it that's the one. <laughs> Dude, I'm not messing with Gabe Kapler, though, because Gabe Kapler can still throw yeah. it out. So <laughs> can Girardi. I wouldn't mess with nah. Girardi. Girardi's, like, a tough-looking, you know. Dave Roberts is so friendly and happy, I don't think anyone's going to want to fight Dave Roberts would probably just verbally de-escalate the situation. They'd probably just call him down. You know what you guys just reminded me of now you're talking about managers going to fight for the players? Is, uh, was it Don Zimmerman? Oh, yeah. Uh, Rest his soul. He got chucked by Pedro Martinez onto the ground. I met his family on a cruise, and they were the nicest people ever. Which which person? Pedro? uh, His grandchildren. No, no. You met him, like, as in Pedro's family or Don Zimmer? No, no, Don Zimmer. Okay. (laughs) No, Pedro's family. No, I don't know. Pedro, like, who throws the poor guy? Like, he's, what was he, like, 75 or 78 (laughs) or something like that? Oh man, you kept your messing with Zimmerman. It was a graceful fall like, though. Huh? I said he fell gracefully. I feel like he did yeah. a, like a roll when he hit the ground. It wasn't like a dead yeah, slam. Oh well, man. Pedro, Pedro claimed that he had no idea there was Dom Zimmerman. That he was coming towards him. And he just like quickly. I don't know. I mean. I don't trust Pedro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to to confuse Zimmerman with. I don't know. Aaron Boone, I don't know. Like it's it's kind of hard to confuse him with the player. So. 
Yeah, not sure about that, Pedro. Not sure about that. What has been your biggest surprises this year so far? I know it's only 10 games in or whatever, but besides Quan for the Guardians, who's been unbelievable, Trudeau picked him up. As soon, so. no, as, soon as I picked him up, he starts sucking. <laughs> That's how that, this works. I don't You're think he has a hit. He doesn't, have a, he doesn't have a hit since I picked him up. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Um... Who was that guy I picked up the other day, too, that was real nice? He picked a perfect ending. Nestor. Oh, Nasty yeah. Nestor. Yeah. Nasty Nestor looks like someone that you meet at, like, <laughs> a Starbucks, a plumber. Or Dunkin' Donuts. He doesn't even look like he drinks yeah. Starbucks. And he just came out. Good for the Yankees for getting another solid pitcher. Like, I mean, he's them. not. He's old. I don't think he. this is expected. No, he had a good first he's, inning. No, he's first. like I think he's like 27. I don't yeah, Trudeau, he's not old. He so I don't. He does look really old. Like I don't know. I don't, I don't understand baseball. So like, if you're 27, can you just come on the scene? I feel like at 27, they kind of no. know who you are. No, not necessarily. Baseball's like stocks. <laughs> some weeks you're up. Some years you're really good. Some years you're just terrible. So, ask Josh Hamilton. Uh, oh my but, god, yeah. I forgot all about that guy. <laughs> He was awesome for like two years, and then he kind of just fell off. Yeah. MVP. Yeah. I mean, that's what they were saying about Chris Bryant. That he was going to fall off, and now Chris Bryant. That's my biggest surprise is the Rockies, how well they're yeah. playing. They are they are looking good. They're making the NL West look like the AL East right now, So, which is exciting times. They got a, You know when you play MLB The Show and you go in the minors and they have like all those random names? Is Connor Joe just oh i love connor joe i love i love the name i love that it's just so like connor joe (laughs) and he's asian you wouldn't even know connor joe no so connor joe was actually a highly touted um prospect and then what happened was unfortunately he got cancer oh um and way to make fun of him gracie no no he wasn't making fun of i love that it's connor joe i love his name and he um he went to the giants i think he got drafted by the giants went to the dodgers dodgers let it released him the um the rockies picked him up and now look at connor joe he's been absolute that's what's great about baseball is one day you're Quan or connor joe and connor joe is fantastic he's always been like a good player he just i believe it was the fast hot uh the high fastball which is something that he struggled with and now he looked like he made his his tweak. He looks like Eric Hosmer over there, man. Hosmer looks good too with his he short does. swing. Yeah, I'm happy but, for Hosmer too because he's he's been through it with the Padres fans, and I'm, I hope he continues to have a good year. I think that you know that would be huge for him just to be able to have that established year with the big group that they have. I know they are out with Tatis right now, but I would love for him to continue it. Well, Melvin has done a Bob Melvin, their new manager, has done a really good job with them, and it, he just seems like he knows how to run a clubhouse properly. He just has to clean up those that pitching staff. Like Darvish, Darvish let like nine runs <laughs> the other day, and then comes out and only allows one against the Braves. The Braves haven't looked great no. so far, which I've been really surprised. Yeah, but they started really slow last year as well. Yeah, they, they did. Even like through the All-Star break, they were, I, I believe they weren't even. Well, the nutty. Hey, by the way, did you guys ever think that the team that spent all that money this year, the Texas Rangers, would be, would be bad? 
No, we knew they were going to be bad. <laughs> I know, I knew. It's, Yo, no, it, I've. You know what was the craziest yeah. thing I saw the other day? You know what's hell? Mike Trout, his situation. <laughs> I I saw a clip. I saw a clip of Mike Trout in the outfield. And, ba- and let me just paint the picture. I forgot. I don't know who they were playing. So if you have the I details. Know. I, do you want me to explain it for well, you? Well, help me. You follow, let, me let me just go. Let me go. Base okay. is loaded. They're playing the Rangers. Playing the Rangers. <laughs> Corey Seager's up. I wanted okay. to get the. Can you hear the da 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 da? Yeah. I just wanted to let that really breathe in. Base okay. is loaded. They walk. The Corey batter, Seager. Corey Seager, and Mike Trout, the best player in baseball, is just sitting there in the outfield like, why the hell am I on this team? This sucks. I think it was funny because like, he slowly processed. Like, he was like, and he looked at first, he looked at second, he looked at third, and he's like, what? <laughs> what yeah. are we doing? Yeah. Why are they so I bad? They, I love how they framed it, too. Like, uh, I like how Madden framed it of like, oh, I was trying to pump up the guys. Like, we're going to intentionally walk some, a run, and I'm just trying to pump them up. I kind of wish they lost that game, I'm not going to lie. Like, them doing that had no no impact on the game, in my opinion. Like they, matter of fact, they gave up those runs after anyway. I just think that Joe Madden is so overrated and thinks he's the smartest person always on the field. Like it's, it's the, the glasses. It's the glasses. It's he wins one World Series and he's opened up wineries and businesses and he's just the smartest man in baseball. It's we made like, him, dude. by the way. The Tampa Bay Rays <laughs> made him who he is. He's nothing without us. Like Emmanuel said about Kawhi Leonard last week, before he went to the Tampa Bay Rays, he was nobody. We made him. You can make the argument that the Angels made him. Because <laughs> that's that's where he started, right? When he won his first World Series, I believe he was in that on that staff with Did, Shosha. Didn't he win with the Cubs, I thought? No, no, no. I'm saying he was when with he the was Cubs. with Sosha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the Rally Monkey made him. I miss the Rally Monkey. Do they still have that? <laughs> Did they used to do the thunder sticks in the outfield too, or was that the basketball? I'm thinking. I have no idea. It's it's the Angels. They're such a mismanaged club every single year. Yeah. They can't even. I mean, their their front office. They can't even hire a good, solid manager for the team too. Like it's just. I don't even like between. They got the two biggest names in base. Arguably, two biggest names: Trout and Otani, and they can't even. That's baseball, it, though. Like you can't buy it. You can't like basketball. You get like one of the best players in the world, and you're gonna make the playoffs every year. Baseball, you could have two of the best players in the game and just be awful. And they show you that every single year, like literally. And Mike Trout, please, if you don't make the playoffs this year, free Trout. May and I they say have Rendon too? May I say it? Overrated. Yeah. yeah. Trout? Overrated. Oh, if he was really no, that not, great, if he was Trout, a generational talent, Trout? he'd make the playoffs. No, no. If you take Trout and you're just trying to get in a break, win something, Trout. You, you know what number he, he doesn't have? Wins. wins. What? He can have as many home runs as he wants. Where's the wins? Exactly. And MVPs. Bum. And MVPs. I think that uh, Trout should just bat one through nine. They should make, make a new rule. Have Otani and Trout just bat. Back to back to back to back. Goes runner on first. Let me ask you this: Who's better, Freddie Freeman, Mike Trout? Mike Trout. All right. How many rings? Wait, does Mike, wait, wait, how wait, many wait, wait. rings? How many rings does Mike Trout have? Zero. How many rings does Freddie Freeman have? One. Exactly. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to win the World Series? It's very difficult in baseball. You need like everything to align. 
it's basically right now whoever's the healthiest team going into the playoffs. Really? So I'm just messing. Might, I'm being a jackass. Andrew Friedman, uh, not Andrew Friedman, Freddie Friedman might have another one soon if they keep on playing the way that they are. I liked them a about, lot better last year, actually. Why? I loved Max. Mad Max. Oh, yeah. Max He's Scherzer. Great. He was great with, with them, uh, with the Dodgers. They had such a get, dynamic pitching staff last year. Did you see him yelling at the ump the other day during one of his starts? The ump was uh, calling time too much, and he kept on getting annoyed with it. So he's like, hurry the F up. <laughs> I'm trying to pitch here. And then he walked that guy. Oh, my. The dead stare. He I like Max, Max Scherzer. He has personality. He's a bit crazy, but I, I like him. He, he, is, he literally has crazy eyes when he pitches, too. What's, what's yeah. it called? Um, his eyes is a heterochromia when he has two different color eyes. Blue and green eye. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. But... I will tell you, I felt a lot more confident in the playoffs having him on your team. And when he came out, you're just like, damn, this guy's coming. He just has that swagger. He's like Jock Peterson swaggered when playoffs come too. It's just, it's it's fun to watch. I was so excited today. The Mets were supposed to play the Giants, but it just got postponed. That would have been a really good game. The Giants are basically the... Uh, who's that serial killer that never Jesus. dies? The serial killer? No, seriously. For, Michael Myers. Michael Myers? They are Michael Myers. I think you you're thinking of like, Jason, right? Up. Oh, no, I'm thinking Michael Myers. You could be like, hey, we're up 10 nothing. We're going to win this game. Boom, you've lost 10 to 12. The Giants do not quit. Like, they're the scariest team when you're having to play them. They don't mess around, man. And they're so focused, it's... It sucks. I'm not the as Giants. high on the Giants this year. I feel like they, they, I, they overperformed last year, and I just think they're going to come down to earth a little bit this year. They're 7-2 and two right now. So. I know, but it's early. <laughs> it's really early. Uh, and their schedule, it doesn't even matter. They just they play the Weren't Padres the Orioles like 7-3 and three to start last year, and they, they had like seven wins all of last season? Listen, last year with the Giants, too, I was like, oh, yeah, they're going to come back. This there's They're going to suck soon. They never sucked, man. They never die. <laughs> They're Cobra Kai. They never say die. They're crazy. And they just have so many guys that they, they like literally pulled the bat boy and was like, hey, you hit. And he hits for a triple. And then, hey, why don't you pitch too? Oh, let me give it a try. I've never done it before. Nine Ks. There you go. No problem. You didn't say how you felt, by the way, about Kershaw because Gracie gave her opinion. You didn't say because no, you, you liked the Dodgers. So like, were you pissed when they pulled Kershaw? Not at all, because it was Kershaw's choice. Kershaw's the guy yeah. who said... To, I don't know, man. Up. He's probably doing the company line there. You got to no. think with Kershaw's experience, we had to have had that conversation with him, and I don't think it was just the company line. I think the guy, you got to know your own limitations. And, you, and I mean, yeah, that's the only thing he doesn't have is the perfect game, essentially. Like, he has every other award you can have, every World Series, everything. But you got to think, too. Like, if he goes out there and he actually gets hurt pitching over 100 pitches, and this could be his last season... Where does that, you know what I mean? You don't jeopardize that in the same sense for a perfect game, you know, even with even with it being such a big moment, you know? Well, Kershaw was scared, too. Uh, they had a really good interview with him, and they were like, were you going to possibly retire this year? And he was like, if it hurt when I went to go pitch, because he said he took a couple of months out, he said if it hurt, he wasn't going to pitch ever again. He was done, and it didn't hurt, and he was like, all right, so you have to be... The, the Dodgers don't have... 
they don't just pull guys up to pull guys up. They have three guys that can pitch really well. I don't know if you guys caught uh, Michael Grove start against the Angels, but he was throwing 102, 103 miles Jesus. per hour. And his first at bat, he struck out Otani. Like he didn't allow any runs. He did. Yeah, really, but everyone's really getting well. out Otani right now. <laughs> no, no. But if you watch, like going through that lineup and having the guys behind him, like he did really. That's. But what I'm saying is, right now the Dodgers are on slippery slope with their starting pitching. They're gonna have to really ease them in and be smart because if Kershaw does go down, their plan is at half when Dustin May comes back and Danny Duffy that's going to be huge for that franchise and that's what they're looking for or they'll make a trade but to what Trudeau was saying before there's not a lot of teams out there that are willing to trade high quality players and those asking prices are going to be eh, really high so someone will though makes... like give give it give it a couple months and there's going to be some really bad teams looking to unload bad contracts but who though I don't know yet. Someone <laughs> will, though. Like, it happens every year. There's always someone that has a guy that they're paying a ton of money that they're, like, halfway through the season, they're like, What's, what am I paying him for? And they just they move him on. No, but from a pitching standpoint, you usually see that with hitters. I mean, you saw Max Scherzer last year. He one of the best pitchers in baseball. And the, the Nationals just like, yeah, we suck. Let's get rid of him. Let's move move on. He was on. He was, he was on this is last year. year. Yeah, but there will be yeah. somebody like that. Like, someone he, will get moved. They just got the number one and two prospects of <laughs> the Dodgers. No big deal. That's not JoJo Gray, who's going to be uh, right now. He's their second pitcher and their starting catcher. And then they also got Carrillo. There's just uh, the asking prices are going to still be astronomical. Who owns the Dodgers, by the way? Um, it's a group that owns them, but um, they got a lot of money. That's all I was going to say. Walter, actually, they're not even he, Walter's not even their their main owner is i know you're gonna be like oh wow three billion but that's what he's worth is three billion it was like five billion altogether for their owners where the mets owner is 13 oh, point something billion like it's crazy and then freaking a's owner has five billion and he still doesn't spend anything on his team it's oh man they're playing I a football stadium Cuban. it's a joke joke it's, of a franchise well if you just do the easy math when it comes just to the Dodgers, because they usually sell out their games, just from ticket prices, they're making like, was it 900 million just from just tickets, nothing else. Yeah. That's, but that money, the big money comes from those TV deals. The TV deals. And they, the they, do revenue, they do revenue share and all that stuff. So, like, if you're the A's and you don't spend money, you're still getting a cut of all that Dodger money. Yeah. So, that seems fair. Just get a new freaking owner, sell your team. Same thing with the Rockies. Like, I want to see Dick Monfron. <laughs> what a name, by the way, Dick. for an owner. The, the, the poor guy's crying about how he can't afford his team. Oh, no. Sell your freaking team, dude. The Rockies are a good good club. They can... Yeah. It's a good location. Especially that ballpark's in a sweet spot in uh, downtown Denver, too. It's a I, gorgeous ballpark. If you asked me which team has no direction, I would have told you the Rockies, but they're doing something out there they know kind of what they're doing so we'll have to wait and is there see a how. team that you guys like individually just feel like stay that's a hot dumpster fire stay away from that i don't want anything to do with grace you want to go first <laughs> you go first i want to i really gotta think about this 
before this season it was definitely the pirates but i do <laughs> like what the pirates have been doing um so that would have been one the other team i would have probably said right now is the cincinnati reds it's like they were on. good last year too i mean well, for the end, been, end of last they, year they were good they made the playoffs the year before as well and it's such an easy division and you're like come on if the brewers can do it why can't you guys do it like um from an owner perspective the last owner i would want is the guardians owner the dolan the brother of the Knicks <laughs> owner, I would not want him as my owner. He's Can I by say far the worst. Yeah, a strange answer, a low-key strange answer is I feel like the Marlins are a disaster. Like oh, yeah, their no. financial situation, yeah. they're like cash poor right now. They can't afford anybody. Like they don't they are they're like losing money year after year. They have shitty ticket sales, shitty revenue, and like the owner is like not willing to spend money. It's bad. They're, they're the Oakland A's, essentially, but they're, they're unsuccessful they're the, Oakland A's. They're the new... Uh, I, I feel bad for the fans in Miami, too, because that stadium's really nice. Why not give that to Tampa? I know. Yeah, just... Uh, Let us have consolidate it. them. Let's consolidate the teams. You might as well consolidate one. the teams. That, that would be a first right there. What about you, Gracie? What What's the franchise? If uh, I kind of agree with you, and... When you brought up um, the Marlins, that one really stuck with me too. I think you, you, I mean, you just lost Jeter too. Like he literally, he thought it was a dumpster fire. He said, I'm out of here. So I'd have to go with the Marlins. I had, when they, in 2020, I had so much hope it was a new turning point. And they have some good players on that team. It's just the direction. Whatever happened to Sixto Sanchez? Is he dead? He's dead. I think he actually died. (laughs) It's been Poor like guy. we we drafted him last year, Mikey, in fantasy baseball. I'm like, this guy's gonna be a stud. He didn't pitch at all last year, and I don't think yeah. he's pitching yet this year. I don't know where he I went. So. Yeah. Dude, you got to steal in Logan Webb. Logan Webb, is he's been nice, unbelievable. Been nice. No, last year, man, I was last like, year, yeah. watching him. That guy, you know who he looks just like Wayne Rooney. He walks he in, he's like a chubbier Wayne Rooney, and he's like, this is how it's gonna. That, oh man, if I could take one pitcher from any teams. That's who I would take. That guy's got swagger. He's got everything you want, man. That definitely. I will say for a team that we we purposely made our pitching staff bad, we have a pretty decent pitching staff. Like that uh, Gilbert guy from the Mariners have, was looking real nice too. Logan Gilbert. Cease was awesome too. Yeah, Cease we've got some solid pitchers year. for a team that doesn't care about pitching. No, and then Avaldi's been good, and he's in a contract year. I don't think he's coming back to Boston, by the way. I think I think he's like I, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes back to New York. Yeah. I feel like he he's like nah uh, I'm cool with leaving this group. I don't, I don't even think I don't even think the Red Sox are gonna offer him anything that's even remotely close to what he wants either. I think they'll give him like a thank you contract offer, but I don't think they're gonna pursue him heavily either. This could JD. be a, a weird year for the Red Sox, by the way, because now you Kiki's up, uh, Bogarts is up, and yep. it doesn't look like Bogarts you got to pay Bogarts, back. man. Like, he, like I feel like every franchise needs to have like one guy that they just like I don't know, like well, a legacy I, I player, think, like one who's gonna stick with you forever. Sense, like them signing Trevor Story was like an insurance policy on Bogarts not getting the extension. They're not gonna extend either Devers or Bogarts. They can't. They can't extend both. There's no way they're going to. Personally, uh. Up until the start of the season, I really was more high on Bogey, but Devers' bat has just, in the last, this season alone, and then you're seeing the pattern, he's been smoking the ball. Um, but his defense has been getting better. Um, but then again, you move story to short, and then you got to fill that second base hole. 
the Bogarts thing is panning out just like Mookie's situation. It's the yeah. exact same. And yeah. not only that, but Bogarts is so good in the club. He's like a really yeah. just good guy. And it's going to, trust me, that one's going to suck. But not only that, he's going to have plenty of offers come in um, this year too with the crazy free agency that just happened in shortstop. It's just him, uh, Carlos, and Trey Turner. So we'll see. Those are the three top free agents in the shortstop. And if you get any of those guys, you're lucky. Like Trey Turner's so fun to watch. Um, and he's a great hitter. Um, and then Carlos, is, his fielding is He's probably the best fielder in baseball, I would have to say. I don't know how are the Red guys Sox are. good this year. I feel like their offense looks like they should be good, but they're pitching. I don't know what they're doing with that. And the pitching is actually holding up quite well. Yeah, their relievers are at, like Strom's doing great. Um, Whitlock doing great. Whitlock. Whitlock's a steal. I cannot believe we got him from the Yankees for nothing. I can't believe that the Yankees gave him up. No. Um, I think though, like honestly, crazy take from a Red Sox fan perspective, but losing Bogey would hurt more than losing Betts. What? No, really? Mookie Betts is so like an Bogey, all-timer. You know the backstory of Bogey too. When they signed him, the Yankees came in right after the Red Sox. Well, they didn't sign him. The, the, the Red Sox offered him a deal. The Yankees came in right after, offered him more, and he ended up by taking the Red Sox deal out of. This is the story I heard. He ended up by taking the Red Sox deal out of them being the first team that was really interested in him when he was international uh, free agent. Well, what happened was with Bogarts is he had a scheduled um, whatever tryout for a bunch of clubs and he got mm -hmm. sick. And the Red Sox were the only team that came back to watch him. Nobody else did. They're like, this guy's wasting our time. And that's why that's what ESPN when they oh. did their thing. So... I don't know. Bogey, I like him a lot. I think he's going to be the next shortstop for the LA Dodgers. No offense. That's just, I just think that's all coming into fruition now with hit one of his best buddies is Mookie. And I don't know why we haven't given an extension to Trey Turner, who's obviously doing really, really well right now. Um, and last year, he had a 27 game hit streak up broken last night. Um, so we'll see, but whoever gets Trey Turner, watch him slide, man. It's so fun. He's so oh good at like, it's like butter. <laughs> the Red Sox are doing pretty. So I thought their pay payroll was a lot worse, like a lot of bad contracts. They've cleared the books quite a bit. They're still actually. Do you know who they're paying sixteen million dollars this year for? David Price. David Price is still getting paid sixteen <laughs> million dollars this year. You know and what contract's me, bad? Go ahead. What? David Price. <laughs> No. Oh, I have to watch David Price pitch for an inning, and every inning he goes out, I'm like, oh, fuck it, man. And he's just a reliever now. They're not even letting him. It's he's a good guy though. He like he just gave his whole paycheck uh, for the 42 uh, for the Jackie Robinson Day to the 42 uh, Foundation. So he's he's a good guy though. I'll give him that. Wait, so two. Who's things. the other bad contract? This contract. dude. You guys gonna be biting the bullet on Chris Sale for so many more years. He's still under yeah, contract to 2024. Bad signing. Are yeah. they still paying the panda? Uh, no, I, I, I don't see it. I don't see it on the no, books. I think he came off the books in 2021. Or yeah, that was a bad that one. Was horrible. That was a bad so one. So I do have a question. So like the Xander Bogarts, I don't know if this is inaccurate, but I see 20 million this year, 20 million next year, 20 million the year after, 20 million to all the way through he 2024. Oh, he's so going to opt out. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's going to make more than that. 
Yeah, he's an That contract you. was super team friendly. Like that was a steal. To get a uh, shortstop at he's a top five shortstop in the league, top three if you really break down the numbers, and you're paying him twenty million, where fucking Corey Seager, who can barely field his position, is making three hundred and whatever. So what's that? Thirty five, thirty. Uh, it's just I rather have Bogarts than Damn. Seager. Any day. Yeah, there is Seager a lot of free agents for the for the Red Sox next year. But I mean, that's good. They're going to have like no money on the books. It's just going to be Chris Sale and Trevor Story. And that's, they only have like $60 million on the books for next year, essentially. Yeah. Now you're just going to have to play with who you want to bring back and who wants to play there. They, they're a good organization. I feel they bad for a Red Sox fan though. They got and they got some good guys in the minors. Like they have Christian Cassis. I'm waiting for him to come up. Uh, I hope Duran can end up by panning out. He did horrible last year, and they're back in the in AAA. But they got a few guys down there that look pretty good. So. Well, they have Dahl back. They have Verdugo's yeah. wicked young. Mm -hmm. um, I would really tell them to sign Vasquez. That's got to yeah. be like a priority because the catching is really thin in the league. Mm -hmm. um, and to have someone that can field. I know his bat's not great, but now it used to be decent. I don't know what happened. What? He had a he year. Decent, yeah. yeah, he had a year where he was pretty solid. Mini Molina, man. He's, trust me, he's going to be sought after going into free agency this year. So catchers are at a premium right now. But they can also swing a trade with the A's. They've they've swung quite a bit of trades with them before. Sean Murphy would be a great addition to, uh, to the Red Sox and that ballpark will be great for him. So we'll see what happens. But I, I do like where the... The Red Sox are going. I don't understand the Jackie Bradley thing. I just don't. He's not even playing center field. I don't know if they're just trying to bring in more defense in, in, in the outfield. Uh, I don't know if they're banking on maybe Duran eventually coming up and taking that position. I don't know. I, I personally, I know that um, obviously Jackie has a better is a better defensive player than Renfro, but I personally did not understand that trade. It just is like apples for orange. Yeah, and not only that, the other thing is, Kiki, you're paying, what, $6 million this year? You're going to yeah. have to pony up if he comes back. I don't think he's going to come back. I think he's going to have a lot of suitors, and we'll see what happens. The Red Sox are in a funky stage, but they're pitching. They need to do something because mm. it's not going to hold up. No. Like, no uh, especially when you have to go against Toronto, Toronto Tampa, and it oh. sucks because Toronto is so good. And the one guy the Red Sox have um, in the rotation who's been – pretty good and has been pitching well as Tanner Houck and he's going to be out for the Toronto series. He's not vaccinated. <laughs> so we lose, and we, we're losing several of the players. I don't think JD's vaccinated. I don't think we're, we're going to have him. Um, I know Tanner's not and I know there's still several other players that aren't going to be able to make the trip. I purposely avoided Aaron Judge in fantasy because of that reason alone. Is, is Judge not vaccinated? No, he's not. Not, no. We'll find out. Aren't the Yankees playing up there? Who's playing up there next? Is it the Red Sox? Red Sox are going up there very shortly. Now we'll Toronto see. though, yeah. dude, getting Chapman and you have Vladdy and Bo and oh my goodness, that team is just this is and their pitching staff's legit too. A good transition because like I wanted to before we get here, I wanted to get your predictions on who you want to be in the World Series this year from the AL and NL. And for me, like I'm gonna make Emmanuel very happy, and I think only because the whole country of Canada is behind them, <laughs> Toronto Blue Jays will be the AL representative and i like at the nl the dodgers i want to see some heated heated action on this podcast between mikey and his dodgers versus <laughs> emmanuel and his blue jays just going at it for a series that'd just be wicked fun i could go two ways with 
both sides. One being the Blue Jays. I really like the Blue Jays roster. I The White Sox are scary. It, they're just, they're fast. They're big. Hopefully LaRusso will just fuck it up like he did last year. He'll get but drunk. Don't worry. That that team, like they're just, they remind me of the Jermaine Dye, Paul Konerko, like White Sox. They're just so athletic and strong. Oh man, they're a great team. Um, and then for my NL picks, I'm obviously going with Dodgers, but the Mets are also super scary. <laughs> They're, it looks like they're going in and just messing with teams. I would like, hate that. What? I would hate that. I'm rooting again. I, I feel rooting against interest against the Mets. I would like to. I I don't mind it. Like the Mets, it, they're a good ball. I don't club. like their they, owner. They have the depth though, which they've they haven't had in so many years. Like they actually have player on top of player. Um, but if they went up against the Blue Jays, I'd be a hundred percent rooting for the Blue Jays. I think the Mets are easy to villa to become the villain so what about you gracie what what are your picks uh toronto for the american league but again i think the white Sox are also a scary good team i think that's gonna be really interesting more than anything is toronto during playoffs and teams traveling to toronto during playoffs it's like you can regular season you lose players here and there you might lose game because of that but you lose a big player during playoffs in toronto i think that becomes a big issue so i again i'm gonna go with toronto and then I'm going to go against the Dodgers here, and I'm just going to go for it and say the Mets. Wow. I, I still think the Dodgers probably make it through, but um, I, the Mets are my, are my second choice. I'm going to go with them. You know what team I would love to make it to the World Series, Mikey? I, wait, I think, I think we have the same because no, I was going to bring this up. The Mariners. No, no. Oh, no? I, I like no. the Mariners. How romantic would it be if the Cardinals won the World Series? Oh. Uh. It's not going to happen, but – with They've already won it so many times. Enough with them. Enough. I know, but I just think that going out with the Bay in that last one, I mean, I'm a huge Yachty fan, and I and I love Nolan as well. I think Nolan could have an MVP season, but I would love for that team to make it just because of the group that's leaving. Wainwright, um, Yachty, Pujols, I mean. Oh, we didn't even get to talk about the, the new catching thing because Gracie's a catcher. I wanted to get her perspective on how oh, she feels. Person? Yeah, before uh, we go. I don't really have a problem with it. I think it was funny, though, to see Chapman not being able to hear from it. I think it's a big problem when you go to a really crowded stadium and playoffs and guys are, like, trying to hear and, like, they can't. I think it was a huge distraction for uh, Chapman, honestly, that entire inning that he fell fell apart. Man, I don't know. I would – did you see what happened with the Cardinals and the Brewers? The Brewers uh, announcer was – saying that he thinks that the Cardinals are stealing signs during the game. So it's a good way to be like, hey, let's try it. I, I would yeah. definitely try it. What about you, Trudeau? Let's say you're uh, Tony LaRusso, your favorite manager. Would you be – did he freeze? I think- no, I'm here. I, 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 I am frozen. I can't see anybody, but I am still here. I promise you, you that. Go. Oh, you're back. You're back. What would you do? Would you have them do the old traditional way, or would you have them do the headset – well, the – the hats that have the, uh, oh, the responder God. in it. I would love to watch Tony LaRusso trying to manage uh, any sort of technology. So I'm for that. I want to see all the old managers fumble around with technology, being mad, maybe probably calling their grandchild to come fix it for them. Yeah. It, it, when Steven Trudeau buys the whole MLB and one of the rules is going to be for extras, your manager has to hit off the other manager and whoever can get the ball the farthest <laughs> wins the game. That That's what it's going to come down to. 
I love it. Let's make baseball fun again. Let's make baseball <laughs> fun again. All right. That was fun, guys. I really appreciate it. Gracie, thanks for joining us today, talking some baseball. It was a little bit more lighted than last week when we talked baseball for three minutes and then Emmanuel said, hey, how about them Raptors? Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to the podcast. Remember, rate, subscribe, review. We do this thing once a week. We'll talk to you next week. Peace out. Mm-hmm. <laughs>